Another beautiful week in the books where everything is burning except Burning Man, which is flooded. And here we are with another week of Name That News, the show that we believe is Odyssey's favorite podcast. I'm your co-host, Mark Menard, along with my co-host, Zach Clark, and we are here to bring you a week's worth of news, but only the good stuff. We have taken our favorite clips, we've taken a little bit out of each one, and we're going to give you the opportunity to guess what in the world they're talking about as we give you a little break from all of the burning and all of the flooding. I'm not cool enough or rich enough to know how terrible Burning Man is right now, so I'm, I'm living vicariously through other people, Mark. <laughs> well, that's both of us. We're both here while they're all over there caked in sand and clay somehow. But I don't know. Sounds maybe, terrible. Maybe we've got the better end of the deal. Maybe. <laughs> I'm clean and I have electricity. Here's how the show works. We go back and forth. We give you our questions that we have chosen. And this week, I am going to start us off with a clip from KCBS in San Francisco and a newly homeless relic that's looking for a new spot to live. So sitting in storage under the feet of San Franciscans is a 40-ton relic of the early 1900s. The custom-built is looking for a new home, but boy, uh, finding a space to accommodate its size is no small feat. So what relic of days gone by in San Fran is looking for a new home? Is it A, a giant organ, B, a giant ship, or is it C, the hopes and dreams of 49ers fans? So, look, here's the thing. We're going to make the San Francisco 49ers joke. They don't even play anywhere near San Francisco. It's an hour outside of the city. So if you're going to bury their hopes and dreams, you'd have to go to the Burbs. You got to go to Santa Clarita. It's just all there is to it. So I'm throwing out C, even though <laughs> what a miserable pile it is. But, you know, I think about A and B. You know, we still use ships, right? Maybe not the same ones back in the day. But I feel like there used to be a lot more organs than there are today, right? Like, they just you go places and there would be organs like church or hockey games. And for some reason, I'm thinking about an organ. I wonder, you know, can organs be that big? I don't know, but I'm saying A, organ. You are leading us off with the correct answer this week. It is the exposition organ built in 1915 for the World's Fair, and it took up an entire building. That's how big it was. Because back then in 1915, we didn't have TV we barely had movies, and there was other ways to get your entertainment. Most people had a piano in the house. Some people had an organ, and in San Francisco, they had the largest organ one could fathom. They uh, have websites for that. <laughs> Another reason we don't need it anymore. You can just get it on the internet. <laughs> but if you're looking for a massive organ, San Francisco's the spot. Got it. That's it. So let's go to you now, and what do you have for us for your first question of the week? All right, Mark, I'm going to stay close to home. This clip comes to us from WWJ right here in Detroit. Take a listen. I mean, some students have the day off from school. Officials in Southfield have closed all schools today. Students in the Pontiac School District will have a half day. Detroit Public Schools Community District will be dismissing students three hours earlier. All righty, Mark, kids are just getting back into the classroom. So why are these kids not having school? A, it's too hot outside. B, it is too cold outside, and C, the temperature is just right. And yes, Goldilocks did write my questions. So. <laughs> well, look, I know what it's like down here. I obviously don't know what it's like up there in Detroit, but I can't imagine it's all that different to where it would be too cold because it's, it's very hot down here. I'm in New Orleans for anyone who doesn't know. If they're going home because the temperature is just right, well, now, now we're coddling these kids to the degree that the boomers think we're coddling them. So we can't have that. I'm going to go quickly here and say it's too hot. 
Yeah, and you know, Mark, that is the correct answer. And I will say this is just a new one for me. I don't know if it's climate change slash global warming, right? Like when we were kids, maybe it wasn't as hot in June and August. But I never once got a Sunday. I never once got a it's too hot out day. We had snow days here in Michigan. Uh, but yeah, it's too hot outside, which means it's too hot inside, I guess. So the kids have to go home where it's also hot. <laughs> yeah, you're still it's hot. hot everywhere. Look, my, my kids down here started back at school at the beginning of August when we were in triple digits. They didn't get any days off. So I don't know. Maybe you guys are just softer up there. I guess so. I guess so. I, I was surprised. But look, uh, as a kid, this would be the last thing I'd complain about. You tell me to go home, I say, okay, I'm on the bus right now. I talk a big game, but look, when it gets down to like 55 degrees down here, we're like, oh, it's so cold. So you guys have the edge up there. It's all personal preference. <laughs> so look, let's go back out to the West Coast. Another one from KCBS and San Francisco where they're talking about the future of these very children we're discussing often skews how we see the world and ourselves. That is especially true with young people. Data shows that younger generations are having more negative perceptions of their financial situation, has been saturated with content showing extravagant lifestyles, vacations, shopping sprees. So what is giving young people false hope for a bright future? Is it A, social media? Is it B, television? Or is it C, the show that everyone is talking about as long as they're talking to us, Name That News. Look, I think Name That News is wildly realistic. Life is weird. Life is complicated. It's confusing. And we give you that every week. We're not misleading anybody. This is reality, ladies and gentlemen. But look, when I was a kid, the answer would have been B, right? There's always something else out there. But I'm assuming these days it's social media. And I mean, to a certain extent, I get it. Like you'll see, like whether it's like YouTube shorts or whatever, scrolling through and, you know, cars, houses, vacation, whatever, that whole keeping up with the Joneses thing. I'm going to say a social media because it's responsible for every bad thing that's ever happened to everybody ever. <laughs> well, look, either I wrote really easy questions this week or you leveled up this week, my friend, but you were right again. It is social media that is giving kids these days a false hope of financial success. Uh, they're seeing lavish houses and cars and celebrities on social media, and they're thinking, well, heck, I could do that too. And unfortunately, the world frowns back at you and says, no, you can't. You cannot. It's a nice thought, but you, you cannot. You just, you can't. And the kids will figure that out really quickly, you know, especially when they get that first paycheck and they look down and they see that there are some numbers missing and things have been moved around. <laughs> the hope dies very hard, very quickly. The first time they have Sorry. to buy their own groceries, it's like, well, wait, what? What? What's going yeah. on? It costs money to wake up. <laughs> it's brutal. So back to you and our middle-ending reliever here. What you got? Well, we're not going far, Mark. We're going to go a little bit south of where you were. We're going to KNX in Los Angeles. Strike authorization vote targeting... Set to be mailed out today. The union officials say it's been nearly a year since their contract was extended. Alrighty, Mark, who might be the next group of people to go on strike? Is it A, pornography producers... Is it B, video game designers, or C, TV sports camera people? All right. Three very different choices here, but all forms of entertainment that we all enjoy. I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and say we all enjoy it, even if we don't admit it sometimes. Some of us don't like to say that we play video games, but we do. <laughs> so, 
TV sports camera people, look, that would be a terrible thing with the NFL season and the college football season right around the corner. I feel like that's where a lot of these networks make a big chunk of their money for the year, and they've certainly spent a lot of money to get the rights to show those games. I don't think they would let that expire. I think that they're on top of that. So I'm going to go ahead and get rid of that one. That leaves us with the video games and the porn. I think that the more consumable thing in terms of what people spend money on is video games, because there's a lot of free porn out there on the internet. So I am going to use that as my guide, and I'm going to say video game designers. Final answer. See, Mark, I threw this question out there because we're already at a lack of a movie and television production, right, with the whole saga after a writers and actors strike. And if you remember back when, we had a story about strippers unionizing. So I thought maybe I'd be able to get you with the porn producers. But no, you are correct, Mark. It is video game designers. <laughs> They are beefing with the big video game companies, the Activisions and the Disneys of the world. So, look, if you're already bummed about not being able to watch TV and movies, video games might be next. You can still play the old ones, obviously, but it may stunt the growth of new ones. Maybe, yeah. I, I was going to say, at least you can still play Mario Kart Deluxe if you bought it for the Switch, like I did. So, they're not taking but, that away. But it does mean, Mark, that it'll be another 10 years before Grand Theft Auto 6 comes out. <laughs> guaranteed. <laughs> well... You've waited this long. What's another 10 years? So that brings Oof. us to the point of the show that we call the cliffhanger question of the week. Here's how it works. It's a question, just like all the other questions. No added pressure, nothing different, except the fact that we don't give you the answer right away. We make you sit on it for a week. We make you stew on it. We make you think about it. And we make sure we make sure that this show burrows its way into your brain so that it's all you can think about to remember to come back and download the next episode so that you can finally get sweet, sweet relief for the question we posed seven days ago. Sound about right? It is exactly correct, my friend. So now we're going to lead off with last week's cliffhanger question of the week so that we can finally put that one to bed for you. It came to us from WBBM in Chicago, and let's have a listen. Produce uh, extra humidity. Um, they provide more moisture to the atmosphere in its area, um, making the dew points go higher, making the heat indexes potentially worse. So, what's producing all this heat and humidity in the Midwest? Is it A, cornfields? Is it B, the Great Lakes? Or is it C, Bears fans amped up for the NFL season? We know they can get very sweaty. Here's what I love about today's episode. It is bag on every NFC team that's not yours, right. right? Mark is in New Orleans. I'm in Detroit. You hear nothing about the Lions or the Saints, but we're all over the Niners. We're all over the Bears. That is how democracy works, people. We are in control. Wait. Anyway. We're an oligarchy uh, so here, Zach. That's how it works. That is correct. Oh, that word sounds fancy, and I like it, even though we already said earlier we're not rich people. But we'll get back to that. So, look, it's not the Bears. It's not. I mean, look, they can get as amped as they want, but please, uh, not happening. Uh, look, here's what I know about the Great Lakes. Uh, having spent plenty of time on the shores, what a nice breeze when you're there. And here's, Mark, what you might not have known. I grew up in rural Michigan, right? I grew up in farm country. And what people don't know about corn is that corn is mostly water and so when water gets warm what happens it gets hot it gets sticky it gets gross the answer is a cornfields you couldn't have known i knew that your childhood steeped in john mellencamp records has served you well you got them all right this week it is a cornfields they produce corn sweat i had never heard of this until i found this clip last week corn sweat is adding to the heat and humidity of the midwest and making things a little bit hotter 
Oh, see, I thought that was porn sweat from the last clip, but got it. Corn sweat. Corn Understood. Sweat. Understood. Yeah, we're talking about corn now. Understood. Understood. I just, you know, I got sidetracked here. All right, so, Mark, that means it is my turn. I have this week's actual cliffhanger question, the thing that will bring you back. We're going to WBBM in Chicago. Take a listen. On this last unofficial day of summer, someone posted fake signs in Rogers Park saying that Loyola Beach is... So, what were the signs at the beach in Chicago advertising? A, it was closed. B, it was toxic. Or C, clothing was optional. Oh, okay. This is a very, very good I think you've outdone yourself with this one. This might be the best question you've ever posed. Because all three of these are prank-worthy. And all three of these would cause absolute chaos. The beach is closed. Everybody who shows up, they get angry. They're mad. They want to go enjoy some fun in the sun, and they can't because they think the beach is closed. When it's not, so they're mad because they didn't get any advance notice because it's not actually closed. So that's a good prank. Toxic people coming to the beach expecting some fun in the sun, and now they're worried they're exposed to something dangerous. But clothing optional. That could cause some real chaos if people start stripping down to their skivvies and even less and start walking around in the buff and then all of a sudden the popo shows up and now we've got a big problem because everybody thinks that they're allowed to do that i'm gonna have to think about this for the entire week i'm telling you we're, we're gonna come back to this next week and i will give you my best possible guess but i don't know what i'm gonna go with so just before we send it back to the people and get out of here mark i gotta say uh, the older woman, the form of councilwoman that was part of this story, said the signs were incredibly authentic. Ooh. Yes. Another another layer. So someone did their homework. Someone really upped the ante on this. And now next week we'll find out what the answer was and what people were afraid of or maybe not afraid of in terms of clothing options. But that's going to do it for this week. You can think about that one for the next seven days. Special thanks to Brian Fisher, who helps put the show together. And special thanks to you for joining us. If you like what you heard, then please pound that subscribe button, bookmark us on your browser, set a reminder on your calendar, because we're here every single week. Another fresh, new, in-the-buff episode? Probably not, but maybe of Name That News.